I've per I've tried to perfect my um So welcome to the Wednesday episode. <laughs> Uh, in case you haven't got the notification already, we are doing 20-minute episodes on Mondays and Wednesdays, which today should be Wednesday, so I hope right. you're enjoying it. And then mm, Friday, this Friday, you can expect an hour-long episode over on something. something. Yeah. Uh, we have some ideas in mind, but for future episodes, in case you don't want us rambling about shit, let us know what you want us to watch or review or talk about or kiss or whatever. Yep, you can always send us a DM at The Empty Glass on Instagram. And yeah. let us know. Please. We beg of you. Send us memes, too. We love memes. <laughs> I love memes! I feel like that's more your addiction, rather than... Shut up! It's like... Also, Shut the fuck up, if man. You, if you could send us some heroin, I'd really appreciate Shut it. Shut up! It's not a problem, okay? I'm under control. So, in other news... Are you sitting down? You are sitting down. Everyone at home, you sitting down? Everyone, sit down. I don't care if you're driving. <laughs> sit down. Yes, you and those standing cars, sit the fuck down. <laughs> no, I mean, like, pull over and find a couch and sit down. Because we got some shit to talk yeah, about. Yeah, and so this we'll is, give you, we'll, this, let's, get, let's give people some time to sit down. Hold on, this is some shocking shit. Let people sit down. All right, three, two, one. Stadia is a pile of garbage and is not selling well. <laughs> Big fucking surprise. Yeah, so the numbers are coming in, and uh, ooh, it's yeah. like uh, it's like almost as if uh, no one saw that coming. I know. Wow, Jesus. I mean, does it have a chance to come back? No. Here's what. Here's well, my, my. Hold on, hold on. Think of it comparatively like VR, because VR had a long time to start kicking off, and it even still has trouble now, but it's been doing a lot better. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, it really is internet connectivity, bro. It's just not there yet. Not everyone has a fiber connection to their home, able to stream 4K. Uh, 500 plus megabits a gigabit more no one has it yet so until internet gets really really fast and super super reliable there's no way in my opinion to stream a game and really have zero latency oh yeah like they were showing this guy i think he's playing destiny and it's like he hit the space bar moved his finger and hand away it was like one second and then the character jumped <laughs> yeah and then they were advertising it with like zero latency which is false right off the bat is false advertising yeah i hey. mean i'm surprised more people aren't super pissed off about it and just asking for their money back is it to that point i don't i mean i'm sure there is but also just a lot of people don't give a shit yeah a lot of people didn't buy it place. in the first place i would I imagine think... i mean what the fuck why do that anyways you already have your entire library on ps4 on xbox on pc when i play a game i want to be in a game mode you know i'm not trying mm. to play the newest, latest, greatest. I'm not trying to play Fallen Order at fucking work, right? I'll bring my Switch. I'll bring my little Game Boy if I want to play yeah. something. If I'm if I have a little moment there where I'm waiting for something. But what? Yeah, hope, but just as a reminder from last episode, not last episode, last last episode. If you have a Switch, there better not be fucking Pokemon on there because I'm gonna throw a fit about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Still, I'm just saying it's not it's not to that point where really you can go and take this little thing with you or just log into Stradia. And be like, oh, Stradia, Stradia, Stradia. How do you say it? What is Stadia? Stadia. Oh, yeah. No Stradia. Extradia. <laughs> Thank you for calling Extradia. Fuck you. It sounds like a made-up <laughs> company, doesn't it? Extradia. It sounds like it's Splen like Expedia and Stadia and Splenda all messed up. <laughs> well, I mean, it gives you cancer. Hey, so. can we make that like our fake like uh, office? Like, you know, we call into Extradia every once in a while to check in. Checking on our, on our on our big investment with the big new corporation, Extradia. Keep your eyes open, guys. Look out for Extradia. Yeah, give us money. And uh, 
This episode brought to you by Extradia. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't done one of those in a second. I just kind of wanted to get it out. Anyway... Oh. Uh, that's such a piss poor idea, and I'm so sorry that it didn't pan out. But they, hey, they should have done it on more of a, a just purely service level. Like, hey, five dollars a month, and you get access to all these games. Like, you know, you have Xbox Pass that does that, right. and you have EA. Even EA does it. Ugh. But if they, if Google would have come out with a, hey, these games are available. We're assuming you at least have a keyboard or controller. You can stream all these games for access for five dollars a month. And then if it was then tested by multiple people, because I pay five dollars a month for access to games, which I at least try it out, see yeah. what streaming's like. Even if it's a little laggy at first, then they could work on it. Yeah, they went full bank into there, like this shit was gonna work when it was so as a obvious. console too, right? Isn't there like a console for it as well? No, not really. I mean, if it's anything, a streaming device. If right? anything, it's like a plug in, like a Chromecast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it is. And yeah, but just like why would you bank so much on this shit? Or like why would you be so okay with saying this works great when it doesn't yeah this shit works great google fucking intercorp it's that has you know google fiber wire plugged in everywhere it's not working but yeah it's because it's about the delivery end you know it's, it's the person receiving it's not the way that they're broadcasting out the game but i was gonna ask you so when you sign up for stadia mm-hmm. do you sign up for stadia and then buy a game so, is that how it works? So you have to sign up for the, for the, like... Yeah. And then you have to buy the game on top of that. Now, this may have changed, and I've forgotten some of the details, so forgive me if I'm giving just wrong information on my okay. ass. Okay. But from what I recall, it was like $60 for the actual program to purchase, and then, like, a certain amount for an access to it. Okay. And then you do have to buy the game. Uh, when you first start off, they give you, like, a few, few free games... Uh, but you are pretty much paying for three things. Okay, that's not that bad. No, it's pretty bad. Nah, it's not that bad to start, but if the service was actually reliable, then I'd be maybe interested in it. But I don't know if I want to pay monthly. I think I'd rather just pay one time for a console and then just use that console for the rest of my yeah. life. But if I was in the situation, I'm not going to do it, but if I was in the situation where I didn't have a console and I just wanted to play a game... They should have really and, eased people into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't. They just flat out, like, here's everything. Here's how much money you had to owe us, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Which is frustrating. But it is. It's fine. And, I mean, it's fine because we all caught on to it pretty pretty quickly. Pretty quick. Do you think they'll make a comeback? That I don't think, you know. This may when be. You, that's the first thing you ask me is, do you think they'll make a comeback? I don't know. I think. It's at that point, you know, until internet service just gets way, 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 way better. I think this is the first step into a decent idea or decent, um, a decent thing we may have much later on. But I don't think Stadia will ever reach the point of its life that it succeeds. Not for now. Not for now. Not for no. now. If Google manages to stick with this for the next like 10 years, then maybe at that point we can start seeing some progress. Yeah, they but, really have to do a lot of research and development, which I guess they're getting a lot of free but research with, and development. But with how uh, shitty the Stadia launch was, I wouldn't be surprised if Google bailed ship eventually. Like, it's yeah. definitely a possibility. So it all really depends if, if they decide to stay or not. Yeah, they may not. Yeah. Especially with Scarlet and PS5 right around the corner. People aren't going to care about Stadia. Yeah, and people spend, like, thousands of dollars on their PCs and shit like that. Yes. It's just like There's so many people out there who are really hardcore gamers man and they will they'll do whatever it takes to get the best experience yeah and that's that's the other thing it's like who is this really marketed to because if you 
if you were trying to go for the people who want to be at home, they usually have consoles or something ready to use their discs, or they're usually like the old-fashioned gamers. And then if you're trying to sell this to computer gamers, they want the highest shit and shit. The slightest frame rate is going to make them not want to fucking, fucking play the game. Yeah, Yeah. so this isn't really marketed to anyone properly. Not really. There's no, there's Kids not a, maybe who are thinking, hey, mom and dad, give me the... I don't know. Give me the subscription so I can play my I, game. At the same time, I, I think kids just want to have what everyone else has. And Switch and yeah, iPhones and yeah. Android phones. Uh, I say this as a fucking guy who talked to my cousin who's like 12 the other day and he's all excited for like a Switch and stuff. Really? Yeah. He, didn't, he, fucking he, really he didn't mention Stadia. <laughs> no, never. Is he really into iPhone games? I think he's kind of dialed back. He's gotten a lot into PlayStation and he plays Fortnite a lot and I'm just like, eh, oh yeah. well. At least you're at least you're getting into this. And I got we got him like a gift card for PlayStation. So you can get some Fortnite stuff. Dude, because uh, they, PlayStation had a big Black Friday sale. Ooh. And I was just like, I was kind of ur- urging him like, hey, get the Spider-Man game. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Sneak it in there. Sneak he's it like, in there. He's like, how do you play with other people? Because he's only played multiplayer games, which oh, is a weird shit. which is a weird reversal off of what we've done. I grew up with nothing but, right. We we had no multiplayer. I was We were there. Well, I mean, you can, the very first game was multiplayer, Pong. Or that that wasn't the very first game, but right. Well, I mean, you can say couch co-op, but I mean, multiplayer to other to people nowadays right, means yeah. online. That's that's crazy. I mean, I remember playing a lot of. I mean, I guess 007 was the first game I can yeah. recall that was couch co-op or something like that. Yeah, it's the first Smash Brothers. But I think the first online game I ever played was Mech Assault. First online game I ever played was, oh god, probably RuneScape. So the coolest shit. <laughs> Uh, was my mom? My mom was friends with this guy uh, when we lived in an apartment complex, and he was a pretty big nerd, but he was a really cool guy, not a pedophile. And, good, good. Uh, he in, he invited all of us and uh, like his kids as well to because he set up a huge ass LAN party inside of his apartment, and we had there was like eight computers set up and we're all playing mech assault against each other. Dude, it was so rad. That's so cool. It was so cool, and that was like one of the coolest experiences I had, and I that was probably the first like. Not on the same screen multiplayer I've, I ever experienced. experienced. And that was yeah. Mech Assault, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad to see how a lot of couch co-op games are dying. Speak split for yourself, screens, dude. Split screens is like... Well, no, not really. I mean, there's a lot of good indie games, of how, course. How often have I brought my PlayStation over here so we can play the same game? Right, but we're still having to do two PlayStations on different screens. Yeah. And, what I'm saying is split screen. Uh, unless it's an indie game or an indie title. It, it seems like split screen is just totally out of the question nowadays. Yeah, and then you get things like Borderlands 3 where they don't take the time that they need to really focus on no. it and make it good. Borderlands 3 was really disappointing for the split screen. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Frame dropping all over the place, man. Jesus Christ. So, yes, um, the decay of split screen is sad and all. But I want to talk about something that is good. Good. But is also kind of bad. Oh. So, it's Bad that no one watched it. Doctor Sleep. I watched it. The sequel to The Shining. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Jude Law? Is Jude Law Fucking in it? Ewan McGregor, Ewan dude. McGregor. Jesus Christ. And they're both beautifully handsome men. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know if I could watch it. You know, The Shining, I can watch The Shining like fucking five times a year. I can watch it multiple times a year. I love that movie. But Doctor Sleep, I it's more like kind of a once a year thing. I would definitely watch it again, and I enjoyed it enough that I could watch it again. But man, that movie did so bad in box office, like no one saw it, and it's a little disappointing because 
the movie did so many things differently. One of the nice little touches that I love from it was that the very beginning is showing like a quick little flashback of Danny as a kid, you know, going around the the hotel. And it's filmed like Kubrick. It's very slow shots, things really fade in, it takes its time. But then as he becomes an adult, it's almost like the entire way it's filmed it switches to the current guy. Okay. So he does like an homage whenever it involves like the overlook or going back in time. That's kind of cool. But when it goes to the modern stuff, which has almost nothing to do with the overlook, like the overlook is the past of Danny. It's not right. what defines him. Like it's it's done really well. It's, it's visual storytelling done right. Yeah, and I was I was really worried about that because to go from a Stanley Kubrick movie, I'm mm-hmm. like that's oh that's I don't know. That's how hard. That's a yeah. That's a hard. Uh, it's a hard torch to to bear. Yeah, and this movie is not scary. I mean, it has some like it has one, maybe two creepy scenes. And one scheme that makes you go, ooh, because like, it's some nasty shit that happens. But it's really not that scary. And that's all right. It doesn't have to be overly scary or anything like that. It, it's all, it feels like its own defined movie. And when we live in a generation of movies and stuff where it's oversaturated with sequels that are completely unnecessary, don't do anything differently, this one does something original and different. So I like The Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe. It was a very interesting, weird Type really? movie. I mean, I, I think so. I know I own the movie on Blu-ray, but yeah, ew. I think so. I think so. It's well, because I mean, thinking back on it, it wasn't terribly horrifying. Well, I'm talking about sequels here, right? You cherry picked the things I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just kind of reminds me, like what you're saying, tone-wise. Like Lady in Black was one of those movies that no one saw. Came out. Well, no that one got saw a sequel. It. It, it did. Yeah, Lady in Black 2 involved like being in a bunker during like World War II or something Wait, like that. What? There was a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, I saw it one time and I forgot about it. It's not bad. Oh, I had no clue that there was a sequel to it. Yeah, we could watch it if you want. No. <laughs> Maybe next Halloween this could be on the list. Why? But... The thing about horror movies, Stefan, is you can watch them at any time. I'm literally wearing my fucking pumpkin shirt right now, like under my polo. Oh, yeah, you sure are. Your trick-or-treat shirt? Yeah, dude, because... Halloween is always in your heart. It is. Just but, like But tell me tell me about the movie, man. Uh I wanna know how were how was it you know, how how do you make a sequel to something like The Shining? What did, what were they doing? How did they make that happen? It's from Danny's perspective. So, okay, real quick, my biggest issue with the movie is they get lookalikes for certain characters in the original and it's distracting. Mm. It's it's very distracting how they don't look like the characters at all. But you can you if you can get past it and realize that these characters are just meant to, you know, have Danny bounce his progression as a character off of, then it's a little bit more acceptable. Um, you know, spoilers. You know, no one's seeing the movie, but I do recommend you see. It. I really do. Uh, there's a Jack Nicholson look like, and no one could fucking look like Jack Nicholson. That man is so iconic with just how he is as a being, and. Uh, they have someone look like him for a second, but at that time, Ian McGregor's bouncing off his emotions from that character, um, like because he's having like a flashback type thing and right. he's thinking about it. And it's a really, it's a really good scene. Like Ian McGregor really shows some good acting chops. It's good on it. He, I love him. I think he's a great actor. I think he is too. But the, but the, what I'm trying to get at is the movie. It's it takes place. So the plot of it is that 
Danny had become an alcoholic, like his dad. Okay. And to kind of drown out the the ghost, which now that the Overlooked has been closed, they follow him. And he, so he goes down Dark Hole and everything like that. But then he goes to a town where he kind of rediscovers himself. He sobers up and like eight years pass. And then there's a, there's a girl from you know multiple towns away who has the shining. She has this ability and she reaches out to him and they kind of become like pen pals. Like okay. she'll write on like this chalkboard that he has in his room and he'll write back to her every once in a while. All of this is going on. So th- this movie is way more Stephen King than it is Kubrick with The oh, Shining. Okay. Because okay. uh, there's these people, they look like normal people, that eat The Shining out of people and stuff like that, out of kids. Because okay. kids have it the best. And right. This so allows they're, them. They're like they're shining suckers. If you vampires, like, things. Something like that, and that allows them to live a long time. Which, by the way, one of the most uncomfortable scenes in this movie. I'm going to go ahead and spoil this for you because it is tough to watch if you're not prepared for it. And this is a deal breaker for a lot of things, but I still think it's a good scene. Spoiler warning, hit the, hit the skip like 30 second button starting now. So what happens is they get a kid and they slowly kill him. Like they fucking stab him in the gut. The kid is screaming and it's a great acting kid, but it's just hard to watch. They're yeah. fucking taking this kid apart and everything like damn, that. And damn. Um, they do it because they say the more pain he has, the more we get to eat like the more he's shining yeah he gives out um okay so we're done with that you're good you've made it past this spoilers but you can see why i brought that up it's it's a tough thing that's fucked up that's fucked up (laughs) so they're going after this girl who's a really fucking strong with the shining essentially and danny's trying to help her out and like the way dick colran kind of helped him out for a few minutes (laughs) yeah for shining and just kind of you know, look out for her and everything like that. It's good. I, I definitely recommend watching it. You may not want to watch it again. It's a long-ass movie, but it's fine. How long did you say it was? Like three hours? Almost three hours, yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah, you. You, right there. Stefan, as well as the audience who I'm pointing at through my mic. Yes. Watch it. Like, this one deserves at least a watch through. Just to kind of instill in Hollywood, hey sequels that are good and well thought out work don't necessarily have to be the same as the original but they're good they should be some of them work some of them work i like the raid and the raid 2 yeah those are great movies too bad it's nothing to do with hollywood but what's your point (laughs) god damn it dude sometimes when i talk to you it's like hey that's a cool filing cabinet over there it's like i was talking to you about the political oppression (laughs) no you don't no i don't (laughs) all right well how are we doing? On time. That's an episode. That's an episode? That's an episode. That's a gosh dang episode. Would you look at that? Yeah. Well, we had already told you to uh, follow us on Instagram. Let us know what's going on. And Friday, you can look forward to that hour-long episode, which we're still trying to figure out. But we'll have it for you because we're semi-dedicated. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y- you want to say goodbye? You want to say anything you're just kind of staring at me <laughs> you just fucking oh that's the creepiest thing when someone smiles and they smile even bigger to show their teeth it's like okay just let a smile on that face let's put a smile on your face hope you guys enjoyed hope you guys enjoyed the last episode about the joker let's put some charter sauce on that let us fish. know what kind of <laughs> movies let, let us know what kind of movies you guys want us to talk about um at length yeah. If you guys have any suggestions for us? Anything new? Anything old? We don't care. Send us memes. I'm actually kind of dis- You know, if you are curious about Dr. Sleep, 
let us know because I could talk a lot more about it. And if Stefan watches it, we can both talk about the plot of the movie in, in detail because there's some cool stuff in there. There sure is, at least yeah. from what you've told me. At least, at least you know, some of these directors try, man. I mean, this is the guy who did Haunting at Hill House, and that was a pretty, that was pretty, a pretty crazy movie. Pretty good. It's a show. Haunting at Hill House. Haunting. Haunting at Hill House. Stop assuming you know what I hear when it's always wrong. I think I just suck at talking today. I think you just suck at a lot of things. I do. Anyway, have a good day, guys. Yep. Uh, mommy and dad are going to fight. All right, bye. Bye. Fuck a piece.